Baseball Tonight, the podcast. This is the Baseball Tonight podcast for Thursday, September 30th, 2021, the last day of September, and today will be better than yesterday. Producing from his home studio in the foothills of Connecticut, he's Taylor Schwenk, I'm Buster Only, working from my home in New York, the American League wildcard race. It is tightening with only four days left in the regular season in Toronto last night. The Blue Jays and the Yankees. Marcus Simeon set a record. The kick of the 2-2. There it is. Deep drive out to left field. Marcus Simeon. Two-run home run. A major league record for Marcus Simeon. No second baseman in the history of the game has hit more home runs in a single season than Marcus Simeon. Yeah, he broke a record that was set in 1973 by Davey Johnson with the Atlanta Braves. He had 43 homers. Marcus Simeon is 44th homer. That sound from Sportsnet 590, the fan. Now, the uh, Jays beat up Garrett Cole, who was not good last night. I think he had two swings and misses in his first 48 pitches. Uh, The Blue Jays had a big lead. The Yankees would come back. Bottom of the eighth inning, it was five all. Bo Bichette at the plate. Bichette center field, fairly deep, and gone, Bo Bichette, bottom eight, he does it again, second home run of the night, and it's the Blue Jays on top by one. That was the great Carl Ravitch on ESPN, Uh, we'll be talking to Carl a little bit about the American League race, man, what, what a moment, Bo Bichette hits a home run. The Yankees lose 6-5 to five to Toronto, and more bad news for the Yankees. Joey Gallo was hit by a pitch uh, in the left-hand forearm area, and uh, he went for x-rays after the game. We'll get more information on that later today. In Baltimore, Red Sox, Orioles, J.D. Martinez reset the Red Sox. One out, nobody on the pitch. Swing, there's a drive, hammer to deep center field. Mullins won't get this one. It is long gone. Deep over the center field fence, home run. For J.D., number 28 is 97th RBI, and it's one nothing Boston. Joe Castiglione, W.E.I., the Red Sox. That was the first run on their way to a 6-0 victory over Baltimore. In Seattle last night, the Mariners facing the Athletics. The score was 2-all, bottom of the seventh inning, Ty France at the plate. France jumps on it. France out to left, and Canna makes the catch. It's a sack fly. And the Mariners have taken the lead right back. It's 3-2 in the bottom of the seventh. Yep, the Mariners win. The Red Sox win. The Blue Jays win. The Yankees lose. So at the end of the night, four teams within two games of each other in the American League wildcard race. The Yankees one game ahead of the Red Sox. The Red Sox a half game ahead of the Mariners. And the Mariners a half game ahead of the Blue Jays. All right, this stinks. The Brewers will likely be without setup reliever Devin Williams for the playoffs after the right-hander broke his pitching hand after punching the wall, he says, in anger after having a few drinks following the Brewers clincher on Sunday. Here's Devin Williams speaking with the reporters yesterday. Um, so after our celebration, I uh, went out to uh, have a few drinks and on my way home, um, you know, I was a little frustrated, upset, and um, I punched a wall. So that's that's how it happened. 
Devin, just what are you feeling, you know, now now that you know the news and, and what the outcome is going to be for you? You know, I'm pretty upset with, with myself. There's, there's no one to blame but me. Uh, you know, I feel like I've let my team down, our coaching staff, our fans, you know, everyone. I know how big of a role that I play on this team, and there's a lot of people counting on me. Uh, but, you know, I guess all I can do now is cheer my team on and learn from it and don't make that same mistake in the future. Shohei Otani's season as a pitcher is over. Angels manager Joe Madden said Wednesday he spoke with Otani recently and two decided he will not make his last scheduled start in Sunday's season finale. This could have an impact in the wild card race because he was supposed to pitch against the Mariners. Luis Rojas's fate as New York Mets manager likely will be determined before the team hires a president of baseball operations. Uh, that was word yesterday from Sandy Alderson. I do not expect Luis Rojas to be back as the Mets manager. In Kansas City, Salvador Perez made some history. And he hits it to center field. Deep and gone! A three-run record-tying home run for Salvador Perez. That's right, 48 home runs for Salvador Perez. That ties the franchise record. He's still got a uh, a few more days, even though he's dinged up, to uh, perhaps chase... 50 homers in this season. In the National League West, the Giants beat the Diamondbacks 1-0 in L.A. The Dodgers trailed the Padres 9-6 in the eighth inning, and then they went nuts. 2-2, Max Muncy, right field, back at the wall, a look up, and this one's gone. 2-2, A.J. Pollock, right field again, back at the wall, and back-to-back jacks for the Dodgers. Nothing to lose, no expectation. Cody Bellinger, right field, back and gone. A tied ball game on a belly bomb. Three home runs in the inning for the Dodgers. So now working a runner 90 feet from home, two outs. 3-1, Seager out to right field, back in front of the wall. take the lead with their fourth home run of the inning. Corey Seager, a two-run shot, a little tip of the cap there for Dave Roberts. That was Melanie Newman on play-by-play, Jess Mendoza as the analyst last night in the game between the Dodgers and the Padres. The Dodgers at the end of the night trailed the Giants by two games. Uh, Coming up this weekend, the Giants get to face the Padres. The Dodgers, look, it's going to be tough for them to come all the way back. Taylor, what do you got? Buster, first off, we are recording bright and early this morning. You made an appearance on KJM, Keyshawn J. Will, and Max on ESPN Radio. That's Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. Eastern time. You can tune in to hear them talk about the wild card race, as well as NFL, college football, debate what's happening, and they're going to grill the best-known guests in sports each and every morning. That's Keyshawn J. Will and Max on ESPN Radio and ESPN News or wherever you listen to your podcast. And check out ESPN's newest podcast premiering next week, Bald Men on Campus with J. Billis, Lafonso Ellis, and my good friend Seth Greenberg. It's ESPN's college basketball podcast. We're excited for this new lineup. They're going to have great guests, great basketball conversations, and best of all, a whole lot of beautiful bald heads. That's Bald Men on Campus, ESPN's college basketball podcast. Listen every week, all season long, wherever you get your podcasts. 
I love that name for a podcast. Bald Men on Campus. Awesome. Dogs are an important part of our lives, and keeping them protected is a top priority, especially against nasty parasites. That's why you got to check out NextGuard Plus, a Foxaloner, Moxidectin, and Pyrantal chewable tablets. NextGuard Plus chews provide one and done monthly protection that kills fleas and ticks, prevents heartworm disease, plus it treats and controls roundworms and hookworms. That's a whole lot of protection packed into a delicious beef-flavored soft chew designed to make monthly dosing easy and enjoyable. So the next time you're at the vet, ask about NextGuard Plus Chews. They're the one-and-done monthly parasite protection you want for your dog. Used with caution in dogs with a history of seizures or neurological disorders. Dogs should be tested for existing heartworm infection prior to starting a preventive. Vivid Seats wants to get you to the games you love this spring. Experience every pitch, assist, and game-winning shot live and in person. And the best part? Each transaction is a step toward a free 11 ticket with Vivid Seats rewards. Score unbeatable perks like free tickets, surprise seat upgrades, and annual birthday deals. As the official ticketing partner of ESPN, Vivid Seats is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with Code Baseball. That's code baseball. Visit vividseats.com or download the app today. Vivid Seats, experience it live. All aboard. It's the Rabbi Train with Carl Ravitch. Carl Ravitch, the host of baseball tonight and last night, play by play man on our broadcast of Yankees versus Blue Jays. And Carl, Garrett Cole, big game for the Yankees, and he was not good. <laughs> uh not great that's for sure you know kind of he battled he got burned on a fly ball that absolutely should have been caught obviously between urshela and gallo um out pitched over the first five innings for sure by jose barrios um but you know again i think the the comment's going to be kept our team in it gave us a chance to win said after if you need me sunday in a in a must-win game i'm ready to go velocity was great uh, too much of the center of the plate and the Blue Jays are too good a fastball hitting team and they hunted first pitch fastballs against Cole in the beginning of that game. It became very apparent. He tried to throw his breaking pitches uh, to set hitters up after what happened early in that game. Barrios was doing that all night. I mean, he threw curveball after curveball to start hitters for the Yankees and and he was great, ran out of gas. I mean, it's one of those games last night, Buster, that felt very much like a playoff game where you just look at small moments and they're open for discussion and debate how Montoyo used uh, and took Berrios out after six innings when he had thrown 98 pitches and looked really good. And he brought in Tim Mesa and right away hits the left-handed hitter, Joey Gallo. Um, it was it was one of those games. We, we had one in Toronto. We certainly had one between the Mariners and the A's. And it was a reminder last night that playoff baseball or playoff atmosphere baseball when you're using um, real good arms out of the bullpen and desperately trying to win, it makes a crisper game. Everybody's on the edge of their seats. There's a higher level of intensity, which, look, that, that's, that makes sense given the time of year, but it was a real refreshing reminder of how wonderful this game can be even during the regular season. It was a great, great game, great atmospheres uh, in a variety of places last night. 
I was a little bit surprised that Aaron Boone didn't pull Garrett Cole early in that game, you know, because they were down 4-0 in the third inning. His pitch count was around 55-60. And at that point, you know, the conversation begins, you know, when's the next time Garrett Cole might pitch? You know, could you potentially bring him back on three days rest on Sunday? Um, But then in the end, the fact that he left him in the game to prove to be a good decision uh, because the Yankees tied the game, they, uh, you know, they lose it late. But I think that's a, you know, to, to the your point about how it feels like playoff baseball. Do you have decisions like that that we love to scrutinize? Yeah, which is, a you know, which is a, also a larger conversation about the Yankees. Um, I, I think much of that consideration goes into how many how many different multi-inning effective pitchers Aaron Boone now seems to have at his disposal in that bullpen. Yeah. Uh, Loisega came in last night and was throwing 99 with ridiculous movement. We've seen Clay Holmes and he gave up the homer last night on a decent pitch. Um, and, and his effectiveness, Herman was warming up. We're not talking about Peralta and Rodriguez yet. Michael King's become a big weapon out of the bullpen. You, you're not talking about green or Chapman. I mean, the number of arms that the Yankees have to me, in that bullpen becomes the single biggest asset that they have that the other teams in this wild card race just don't. Other teams' bullpens are good. The Yankees' bullpen has the ability to be great because of the depth and the quality of the depth. And it's amazing how they've they've kind of all come back or developed a new pitch at the same time. He has a a boatload of riches out there. And maybe that's why you start to think, well, we we can, we have guys like if Cole doesn't have it tonight and we can't afford to lose, let's wait. But, you know, Aaron told us yesterday uh, in our pregame conversation, he's like uh, the one aspect of this group, which I'm, I'm, I've had a hard time understanding or getting my head around was when we were, when we were struggling I knew in this clubhouse that they were supremely confident. And even as the manager of this team, <laughs> I wondered why the hell are we so confident? We're, we're not playing very well. And this team seems to, at least in his eyes, have had that all along underneath, even the losses, never really too worried. And maybe last night was a microcosm of that, you know, we're down a lot, but don't worry. This offense will will in his you know in his world will figure a way to come back, and they came back and tied it at five, and that may be why you leave Cole in because Cole wasn't wasn't awful. He wasn't dominating and didn't have shutdown stuff. But my goodness, the bullpen for the Yankees, I think, is the is the difference for them against uh, against the Red Sox, against the Blue Jays, against the Mariners. I think it's just a difference maker. Or potentially against the White Sox or the Rays well, sure. or the Astros. I, I agree with you. I, wild card. Yeah. Yeah. After I saw, you know, the Yankees over the weekend at Fenway, I'm like, man, that that's a team with Judge oh. and Stanton hitting so well and being on such a roll. If they advance, they, you know, through the wild card, if they somehow survive next Wednesday morning, that they're still in the playoffs, that's a dangerous team. The funny thing is. They may not <laughs> like they the way not. the wild card race is going four teams within two games of each other. And Carl, I got to say, I don't think the Red Sox are going to lose again in the regular season. You know, they've got this last game against the, uh, against the Orioles. And then they have the three game series against the Nats. So you can't count on that. The Mariners are rolling. Uh, they're absolutely killing it right now. After the Blue Jays get done with the Yankees tonight in a matchup, which, which would seem to favor them because they've got 
uh, Robbie Ray, who probably is going to win the American League Cy Young Award against uh, Corey Kluber, then they get to face the Orioles. So I, I, you know, as they sit here, and I am sure you have the same, uh, you know, questions asked of you when you do radio interviews, they say, what's going to happen? I'm like, I don't know. Right. <laughs> like it's, it's so close in all these teams. You could find a, a path, you know, through the, uh, you know, where you could say that's a reasonable path for this team to make the playoffs. Yeah. I, I, you know, I, I, I do think the Red Sox will lose another game. If for no other reason, wow. then that's the way the season's gone. I think the Mariners will lose a game. Uh, I have no idea how the Yankees and Blue Jays game plays out, even though Robbie Ray provides what feels like an enormous advantage because there's just been so little predictability about these teams. We've seen we've seen the Yankees is, you know, know, run off 13 straight and then look awful. We've seen the Red Sox look great and look horrible. Um, Seattle seems to be playing their best baseball and certainly the young players are playing really well, but we've seen what some of the some of the lack of experience, maturity, we're starting to get up there in at bats, and it and it wears you. Charlie Montoya looked at his offense before the game yesterday, and said a lot of these guys are now, are now up for the six hundredth time, and they're not used to it, and and it's showing. But he's he's very much in the belief that. The talent level of Guerrero, who had a double last night, and Bichette, who had the two homers and a double, um, that Semyon will keep hitting. They all, you know, rightly so, think they're going to win, but they're also very aware of the of the soft underbelly and the ability of their teams to not look great. And uh, I just I just don't think that I would ever sit here and say that the Red Sox are not going to lose any more this this season they get four games left and they're going to win them all no chance would i would i take that bet uh no chance would i take the bet on any of them for going four and oh over the last four games i just wouldn't and um and, and it does feel like we're you know we're we're staring down the barrel of a of a more than two team tie at the end of this whole thing and uh, like you know who's really interesting in this whole dynamic for me are the rays i don't know what i assume the rays in that series against the Yankees, if they play like the Rays do and they play most of their, if not all of their regulars, well, then then they're going to beat the Yankees two out of three games. I mean, they've been the best team in the American League by far. So I don't know why. And again, that that's sort of a wild card and an X factor yeah. for me. You know, they don't need to win the games. Um but they're they're just good, and there's nothing about the Rays that indicate, yeah, well, we're we're gonna you know we're gonna rest everybody like they, they don't that's not they don't do that and and a you can't do that because you want to make sure you're you're ready once the, your division series starts so that, that they're the wild card in all of this because they're not they're not playing for for to win they're playing to stay sharp but they're not necessarily desperate they're clearly not desperate like the other teams. You're right about that. And, you know, Kevin Cash, if he's got a player, one of his regulars with a nagging injury, you know that he'll rest that guy to get him ready for the postseason. But on the other hand, uh, because the Rays uh, having, you know, clinched home field advantage, the American League will have to wait through Monday, Tuesday and Wednesday before they start their playoffs on Thursday. They will play. They will play their guys. You know, that's what Kevin Cash will do. And, And that. You know, that is for the Yankees a, a big challenge to overcome. Uh, and lastly, no team, you know, I one think... other thing, Buster, one other thing on that, the, you know, the fascinating part is you may very well be trying to beat 
the team that you may end up playing when the division series starts. So there, there is some psychological stuff to this too. Like, wait a yep. minute. We, we didn't play our guys. We just got swept by the Yankees and Oh my God, the Yankees just won the wild card game. And now we got to play them. Well, we've got issues here. Yep. A hundred percent. Last night, the Braves beat the Phillies seven to two. Their magic number for clinching is down to one. And, you know, tonight they may be popping champagne bottles. I, I got to believe that that will be one of the most satisfying uh, celebrations uh, in baseball this year that, uh, you know, the players, the front office, uh, yep. Brian Sitker, their manager, they're going to feel so great no matter what happens moving forward. And, and I look, I don't look at the Braves as being a series contender to win the world series necessarily, because I think they have some you know issues in their bullpen, but for them to come back after all that they've lost during the course of the year and win this division really is a testament to all those guys. Yeah. And the, and you know, Freddie Freeman was the MVP winner uh, last year and he's not, not even really in the conversation this year, which, which when you lose the MVP uh, candidate on your team, like Acuna, you're, you're realizing, so Freeman's not having a huge year. We lost our greatest asset in Acuna. And yet now you've, you've added these outfielders and Rosario and Duvall, and we're watching Austin Riley become a star. Max Fried looks like the great Max Fried again. Ian Anderson coming off of a really good outing. I agree with you about the bullpen and the questions. Um, but, uh, you know, again, with the exception of the Yankees, the Giants have a good bullpen, the Dodgers, but there's not they're just they just don't blow my, you know, blow me away. And I'm I don't know, I think the Braves are going to win it, but there's there's nothing about the Braves winning, uh, you know, their series or even competing in a National League championship series. That would shock me. They don't make mistakes in the field. Swanson's become a tremendous shortstop. Uh, they obviously can hit the ball over the wall. Uh, I like their starting pitching. Um, you know, Travis is back now behind. Them. There, there's a lot of good. Look, the Braves and the Cardinals, I agree with you. I think those two front offices um, will will celebrate for maybe different reasons. The, the, the sort of second guessing and questioning of what John Mazalek was doing in St. Louis. And lo and behold, they're in the postseason again. And, you know, Alex in, in Atlanta for making the moves, being aggressive, not shutting it down and, and getting into the playoffs. I, I think they'll, those two cities will have big time uh, or front offices will have big time celebrations because one was, was sort of validated in the moves they made and the other was aggressive and it paid off. Speaking of bullpens, what a loss. What a needless loss for the Milwaukee Brewers. Devin Williams, uh, you know, their primary setup man, their second best reliever behind Josh Hader, told reporters yesterday, and this is his story, sticking to it, that uh, in the celebration after they clinched the other day, he broke his hand. Uh, you know, there's no way to verify it one way or the other. Uh, no matter how we got to this point, how big of a deal is it that the Brewers are going to be without Devin Williams? Well, it's massive and, and, uh, you know, it certainly falls in the category of foolish, stupid, uh, self selfish, right. et cetera. All, all, it, it certainly, it certainly drops into that box. Um, it's massive because Devin Williams is a, is a certifiable weapon when he's on the mound. He, he allows Craig council to manage a game differently than really any other manager in baseball, because he's, Got a two-headed monster at the back end of a bullpen. We've seen, uh, you know, not too distant past teams that have had two closers, if you will, 
and how successful they've been in winning in the postseason and winning World Series. And they had one. They have three incredible starters, and you can hand it over to two unique pitchers, and now you can't. So you're you're affecting his his sort of clock in the way that he goes about managing a game and who he has slotted in the sixth or seventh inning if we need somebody. And if it's not going to be Devin Williams, that's going to impact the way that I used to use player B or pitcher C. Uh, it, it is, it's a devastating injury. I think we've seen this before when he was hurt and the Brewers were good, but clearly they are not nearly the team that they are when he's there. And it is an absolute, I can't believe that that happened. It, 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 it defies, it defies logic and is a major massive uh, hurdle and disappointment for that organization. I, I don't think that I think they were a world series contender. I don't think they are now. Yeah, it's, it's huge. Uh, I got two more for you. We got two minutes left. Uh, first off this morning, I did KJZ and, and uh, as you know, Keyshawn Johnson, a huge Dodger fan, and it was so funny to hear him talk about, well, you know, once uh, we, we get uh, past the wild card game, uh, then we'll be good and we'll be dangerous because we have so much starting pitching. And I, I just kept on like cautioning him, like, first off, Key, I said, I'm, I'm, you know, it's good that he has settled on the fact that they're almost certainly going to be the wild card team because the Giants, they're not slowing down. They got 104 no. wins at two games behind with just a few days to play. But I also said, look, Adam Wainwright facing him in a wild card game. A guy who, you know, is 40 years old, he's pitching 100,000 big moments in his career. He's not going to be easy. Uh, and it doesn't matter if you got Max Scherzer in the mound or Walker Buehler or anybody else. I absolutely don't assume that the the, uh, the Dodgers are going to get past the Cardinals, the wild card. Uh, I don't. I think the chances are really good. I, I don't assume that, but I, I think I'm hoping and I'm assuming without hearing the interview that what he was saying was, you know, once we get past that sort of when or if we get past that, you know, the depth of our starting pitching is a is a big advantage. The, the problem for them is they're playing a team that they never were able to catch, or at least currently in the National League West, who does have good starting pitching, whose offense is terrific, whose bullpen is outstanding. And they've been on a magic carpet ride all year. And and they they've shown us that that magic isn't really magic. It's it's ability. It's this is legit. This is who we are. It's worked here in San Francisco. And we have veteran players who, like Wainwright, uh, you know, have been proven over time in postseasons. So so we're comfortable with the Dodgers coming in here. Um, but, yeah, I, I get you with with Wainwright. I, I think. Whoever they would have faced in the wild card, we, we would have cautioned against an overconfident Dodger world. But I think we're naive if we don't look at the Dodgers and think that they would have the advantage on paper. You get onto a field, it's different. You throw Wainwright and his experience, it's different. You throw Molina in there. You throw Tyler O'Neill, who's just been incredible. You throw Sosa, who's solidified things on All the uh, defense. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of reasons to like the Cardinals, but if you're asking me to pick one of those two teams, and then the caveat is is not a one game, but a but a multiple game series. I'm taking the Dodgers, and I take them in a wild card game. But I'm not, I'm not, well, I'm not giving you any money on that because of Wainwright and the guys we just mentioned and the way that they're finishing this this regular season. 
Exactly. All right. Last one for you, Carl. We need a confession from you. Shame. We need a confession from you, Carl. Your worst prediction this year. I have you know, talked about how I picked the Angels to win the American League West, how that was an awful prediction for me, and I wish I could take that back. Uh, Paul Ambikides predicted, as he acknowledged yesterday, confessed yesterday, that the Rays weren't even going to make the playoffs. For you this year, what was your worst prediction? Uh, you know, I, I would think that it would probably revolve around the Braves. And when Acuna went down, that the Braves had no chance. Like, it's over. There's no way they're going to overcome this. Um, there's just there's just zero chance that the Atlanta Braves are going to be able to put, put it together and figure out a way to go on and win. I, I'm thinking it had to do with the Acuna injury and me grading my shovel and throwing dirt on the Braves casket. That was a bad call by me. Very bad. <laughs> All right. You're absolved. Now we move forward. Thanks, Carl. Thank you. Thank you very much. I appreciate that for uh, absolving me of my sin. I'm going to sleep better now. We're driven by the search for better. When it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of the show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Buster. Just go to Indeed.com slash Buster right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Buster. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Bleacher Tweets. All righty, Buster. Bleacher Tweets for a Thursday. First up, Amy Chapman at Amy R. Chapman. She writes, in revisiting your comments about Keith Hernandez's leadership as shown in ESPN's Once Upon a Time in Queens, which should be viewed on whatever platform, doesn't bleep out Lenny Dykstra. Is there any chance he gets into the Baseball Hall of Fame someday? A couple of people have asked this about Keith Hernandez. Yeah, uh, Amy, I think there there is a chance. Uh, and look, I, I don't mean to, to mean this as a, a rip on Harold Baines at all. Um, you know, I, I covered him. Harold's a great guy. But there's no doubt that it feels like over time that the, the bar has been lowered for Hall of Fame induction. If you line up Keith Hernandez's career against Harold Baines, I think it makes it easier for, you know, a special committee. And that's how you would get in at this point to vote him in. Uh, and I think it's some someday that'll happen. I don't know if it's going to be anytime soon, but I think someday it will happen. 
Debbie Gammons Brown up next. DGB writes in, if the Red Sox fail to make the postseason, what would you say is the bigger reason why? One, the moves slash non-moves at the trade deadline or last weekend at Fenway versus the Yankees? Yeah, I mean, let's face it. At this point, it's so close that, you know, one or two or three games are difference making. And that series against the Yankees was brutal. I think that would be the primary reason. Maybe it was the season opener against the O's, Buster. Who really? Yeah, there you go. The O's. You know what? I mean, their their 51 wins are going to count for something. (laughs) Exactly. Finally. Uh, Last one for today. Steve McNeil at McNeil 15. Steve writes in, as I tweet this, the Astros still haven't clinched the AL West with five games to go of Seattle sweeps. Their final four and the Astros can't hold together against the Rays and the nothing to lose A's. Think what could happen to the wild card race come Monday. Nah, Steve, I think the the Astros will figure it out. And by the way, I didn't mention at the top of the show, uh, the Rays clinched home field advantage throughout the American League playoffs. Uh, Tremendous season for them. I think Houston will wind up winning the American League West. Alrighty, that does it for Bleacher Tweets. Hashtag Bleacher Tweets on Twitter. And please follow, rate, and review this podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts. That's it for today. My thanks to Carl and Taylor. Have a great day, everybody. Thanks for listening. Stay safe. And remember, hate and inequality based on skin color is something we need to fight against every single day. Thanks for listening to the Baseball Tonight podcast. If you're playing fantasy baseball, check out the Fantasy Focus podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. The Baseball Tonight podcast. Dogs are an important part of our lives. That means protecting them from parasites. Ask your vet about NexGuard Plus, a Foxaloner, Moxidectin, and Pyrantal chewable tablets. NexGuard Plus Chews provides one-and-done monthly protection against fleas, ticks, heartworm disease, roundworms, and hookworms. Plus, they're delicious and easy to give. Use with caution in dogs with a history of seizures or neurological disorders. Dogs should be tested for existing heartworm infection prior to starting a preventive. Ask about NexGuard Plus Chews.